Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks, Morales. All right, so it's been 40 years since Purple Rain came out. You know, the wow. Prince... The, the Prince movie. Yep. So he it's because it's been 40 years, they are now going to move and give him a residency in Times Square. And it's going to get a Broadway talent and a live theatrical adaptation. Who should play Prince? Well, th- this is the problem with doing anything like this. There's only one Prince. Right. Yeah, who can play Prince? This is like there's a very well-reviewed show in Las Vegas about Michael Jackson. They've got they found somebody to play Michael Jackson, but it's not Michael Jackson. I am as big of a Prince fan as there is, and I don't know if I'll go to this just because it's not Prince. Even now, if it's all the music and you just if it's somebody that kind of looks did, like him. Did you happen to see it played at the Pantages? MJ the musical? No, that's the one in Vegas. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, that's it's play, it played at the Pantages last month, and it's still on Broadway in New York. The guy won the Tony for it. He, I mean. It's amazing that they can get people. Like I saw the Tina Turner show; they did a great job. They're never going to duplicate Prince. Right? Nobody's got the talent of Prince. But can somebody do it in the context of a show and a story? Yeah, I think so. Now, is the show going to be? They're actually turning Purple Rain into a play, or is it a play about? I'm sure Prince? it'll be a musical. Like, have you ever seen the Beatles Love Show at the Mirage? No. no. Yeah, same thing. It's like a tribute to the Beatles. I'm sure it's going to be the same thing. It says a Minneapolis set film is getting a stage adaptation with Broadway talent. Oh, okay. So there According you go. to Variety, a yeah. live theater version. A live theater version of Purple Rain with a uh, a guy wearing purple jammies. And, uh, <laughs> who who would you put in there? Uh, purple, purple motorcycle. Well, uh, I don't think it'll be anybody. You know, I don't think it'll be a name actor. I think it'll be somebody like like Mace. The guy who plays Michael Jackson isn't a name actor. No, right? he's not. He yeah. won the Tony. He did not. He's not somebody you know. You want somebody that we know to play. Like if you if you could choose amongst a There's well-known only, okay, person. If you said to me, you have to pick somebody to do it. Right, exactly. The person I would pick is Bruno Mars. But oh, he's that's not, good. But he's that's not good. Prince. Mace, um, do you have anybody? Um, let me see. Would you like Donald Prince. Glover in that? Uh, Donald Glover's really, he's super talented. Or uh, uh, guy, John David uh, Washington. John David Washington, that's interesting. Yeah, all these are good suggestions. But, I mean, can but... they dance? Can they sing? Can they I mean, play I don't the guitar? know. you got to be able to play the guitar to play this role, don't you? Yeah, I think Bruno can do all those things. Yeah, I mean, I, Bruno's and, and the And I best. think they're also roughly the same height, which, you know, is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, but that that's who I would pick. But I wonder, I, I probably won't go until it, it's been out for a while and I see some reviews on it. Question, do you think that Purple Rain holds up as a movie? Okay. It does as a movie because the music is so good, but mm. there are some politically incorrect things in there which which wouldn't fly in 2024. The first one that popped into my head is there is a woman, Morris Day and Jerome are walking down the street in Minneapolis, and there's yep. a woman that jumps out from around a corner and says, Morris Day, you never called me. You said you were going to call me after we went out. You never called me, and Jerome picks her up and throws her in a dumpster. Jeez. And and then wipes his hands like I don't. That's done. And the whole when it came out, the whole audience cracked up. 
Now that's in 2024. That's not funny. Yeah, correct. Um, so you would have. To, there are certain scenes like that that wouldn't fly now, but the movie because of the music is absolutely worth watching. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous to look at because it is. He's got the ruffled white shirt and the purple suit, and you know he's riding around in a purple. I mean, all that stuff. And is, I think is his dad beats up his mom a couple of times in the movie too. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Clarence yeah. Williams from the well, that kind of stuff you might leave in the that kind of stuff you might leave in the show for context and for but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think I don't think it holds up. The mute the album holds up like crazy. The album is one of the great albums ever made. What's up, fool? All right, guys. So uh, JJ Watt had some comments this weekend that I 100% agree with, and I've had this, you know, in my head for a couple years here. He said that what happened to four to five year seasons in college? All the young players are missing out on opportunities because we have six, seven, eight year seniors. And when I think about this, I think it this kind of started during COVID, right, where people were given an extra year of eligibility. Yes. Is this going to go away, or are we going to keep seeing, you know, seven, eight-year seniors? That's a good question. Passing up these, you know, eighteen-year-olds and trying to have a spot on the so team. So the guys like Bo Nix, who's who's twenty-five, played, started more college football games than anybody in history, more right. D one college football games. Um, if it weren't for COVID, would he have been able to do that, or was it specifically because of the COVID year that we've seen these five and six-year quarterbacks? Greg, I had a story last week, and I can't remember the kid's name. He's from Whittier, and he is about to go to his eighth school in eight years. He's a quarterback, and he changed high schools after every year, and now he's changed colleges after every year, and he's still eligible. Um, His name is is Jake Garcia, by the way. There you go. Um, I think that it's a byproduct of the transfer portal. Now that kids have options, I think they're going to want to go to where they want to play, but it's a fair point by J.J. Watt. You miss out on a on a college experience if you change colleges every year. So, But I, I don't know the answer to your question. I don't know if it's going to continue. I assume, Mace, that it will. Yeah, I think Just because so players have options. Right, and I think people, you know, the guys are in the game for football, not for college anymore. Right. I mean, I shouldn't say, that's not everybody, but an awful lot of guys there, the top-end you know, portal guys are there to play football. They're not there to go to class and to join a fraternity and to do all the collegiate stuff. So, yeah, I think it has – I think it's permanently changed uh, that we're not going to see guys necessarily grow up inside a system the best. Um, a lot of times guys are going to catch on after their senior year somewhere else and, and uh, make a splash uh, during their uh, graduate year. So, yeah, I, I think we're going to continue to see it. What's up, fool? Hey guys. Okay. Oh, hey. Hi. We only have one working microphone in there, so they're they're playing musical chairs. We are playing musical chairs with the mic. So we talked a little bit about the Golden Globes, but I saw a reporter that was working the red carpet lost her four carat diamond ring Mm. and put out a plea on her social media saying, Hey, celebrities, if you guys see a four carat diamond ring, Please return it because it's real. Four carats is expensive. It is. Expensive. How much is a four carat ring? Expensive. Yeah. Uh, I, I would think six figures at least. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, six. So this figures. is one of those girls who got like free jewelry to wear on the red carpet kind of thing. Maybe. Or, I mean, or it could have know. been hers that she got from her husband oh, yeah, or her boyfriend. And, yeah, you know. we don't know where it came from, but she put out the plea and she was like, "Hey, if you see it, please give it back because it's real." I wanted to know if you guys were working a red carpet and lost something expensive, would you guys a do the same? 
because she stopped and put a video of her searching for it? Or would you guys just continue doing your job and then worried about worried were? Oh my god, I can't right, speak. Sorry. Worry about it later. I just it's Googled. a six thousand dollar ring. I just looked it up. Okay, That's so, a six thousand dollar ring. All right, I just Googled. A, I just typed in. How much is a four carat diamond ring? And they said a realistic starting budget would be fifty k. Yeah, so maybe fifty k. Yeah. yeah, you're so, Oh my god. So maybe this six k one is like fake. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What I what I would say is, uh, excuse me, Killian Murphy and Margot Robbie and all you Hollywood. I just lost a sixty thousand dollar ring. Everybody, Anybody get on. See it? Get on their knees and get start patting the ground. It's, it's like when somebody loses a contact lens back in the day. Let's, right. uh, let's It's somewhere. There's a ring here. Yeah. I don't know. If she. I haven't caught up with the story and see if she found it. But if it's four carats and it's it has meaning besides money, I'm looking for that thing. I um. I once went to the beach with like eight people. And one of the girls put her ring on a towel, mm. put her wedding ring on a towel, and then some guy picked up the towel to dry himself off, and the, oh, and the ring no. went into the sand. But she saw it happen. She saw it happen right away. So we all looked for about 45 minutes. Nobody found anything. We found one of those guys walking up and down the beach with a with a Geiger oh, counter. Yeah. A metal detector uh-huh. kind of with thing. With a metal yeah. detector thing. He came over. No luck. We were about ready to give up, and she shrieked. I found it. She was oh. just running her hands through the sand, and she got it. That's awesome. After about two hours. But it's it's hard to find that. I mean, I assume all those things are insured, but yeah. they have sentimental value, and so it's hard. Yeah, true. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? All right, so real fast, <laughs> we'll get, we're, the musical chairs is going on. So Woj just, point, just uh, announced on Twitter that the Lakers are signing two-way contract to Skylar Mays. This is smart. Okay, so they've now brought in Skylar Mays and Dylan Windler. Yeah. Can you explain or yes. what do we need to know with those two yes, guys? Yes, here's what, here's what I think is happening. The Lakers have three two-way contracts. One of them belongs to a guy named Colin Castleton, who's a big man. He's there for insurance in case AD or Jackson Hayes or Christian Wood goes down with an injury. So Castleton has one of the two-way spots. The other two belong to um, a guy named Alex Fudge. And then there was another one. Uh, Hodges. Demoy Hodge, who was kind of a sharpshooting guard. When you start to lose... And the Lakers were mired in that, you know, they were 3-10 and 10 since the in-season tournament. You shuffle the deck any way you can. And since the other players have guaranteed contracts, the G League guys, the two-way guys, have very small guarantees or none at all. So Dylan Windler, as soon as I saw this stat, Greg, I knew he was getting signed by somebody. I didn't know it was us. Last Friday in a G League game, Dylan Windler is 6'6". Last Friday in a G League game, he had 23 points and 33 rebounds. Wow. 33. 33. 33 in one G League game. Mm. And so, and he had already had a cup of coffee in the NBA with the Cavs and the Knicks. And so the Lakers brought him in to see if he can find whatever it was that got him 33 rebounds in one game. And Skyler Mays is a prototypical backup point guard. He basically is somebody who can initiate your offense and start it and go from there. And since the Lakers have been bringing D'Angelo Russell off the bench, they really don't have a prototypical point guard. And so that's the role he's going to play. So that's I, I, that's my read on those two guys. I think they both could actually see time on the court depending on injuries. Excellent. You want my take? Sure. No clue. 
Just no, no, I don't. Never I don't heard know. either one of them. Never heard of either one of them. Now, are they going to play? That's the big question. They're You've definitely going to play for. The, they're definitely going to play for the South Bay Lakers. Okay. And then they can play to up to forty-one games, forty-three games with the uh, regular Lakers. So right. I think you'll see them at some point. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's it for what's up, fool. Uh, coming up next for you. We were talking about graduate transfers in college. Something happened last week that really bugs me, and it relates to Lincoln Riley and USC. That is coming up next for you. In the meantime, let me tell you about Jacob and Ronnie. So Jacob's a really good friend of mine. Been to my house, been to my parties, all that kind of stuff. And if you're involved in any kind of accident, any kind of injury situation, trust me. When I was involved in an accident, literally called Jacob from the car. That's the way to roll. That's the way to make sure you protect your case, the value of your case, and the settlement that you deserve. So, uh, again, Jacob will do all the paperwork. Uh, Jacob will do all the phone calls, including the key phone call to the insurance company, that very first one where they make you a lowball offer. Let Jacob handle that because that's a lowball offer. You don't want it. Um, doctor's appointments, he's on all of it for you. So any kind of accident any kind of injury you want jacob amrani my personal friend great dude you hear him on the show every tuesday uh during game of games uh remember the number 844-24 jacob that's 844-24 jacob 844-24 jacob or remember accident or injury call jacob amrani call jacob CallJacob.com, and don't forget to follow Jacob on Facebook and Instagram at call.jacob. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now this song, I don't know exactly who's performing this song, the Bibigo remix, but I like it. Yeah. It sounds like that girl, Brian, that does Lakers for Life for us. Oh, so Super Sam? I don't so, think it is. So yeah. Super Sam. Yeah, I don't think this is Sam. But I got uh, Chris, why BB. are we playing a BB Go song? Well, here's why, John, because in one week from today, Woo. you and Steve Mason, if Mace, you know, decides not to be home that day. Is <laughs> it true, Mace? That I will be there regardless. Is it true, Mace, you're at home today because you, uh, I dump trucked you one too many times? That, by Copy the way, it? that's the popular theory on Twitter. No, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a much more boring story. I got a bad cough. But, uh, yes, the dump trucking is a much better visual for people, just let people know I got dump trucked, and that's why I'm not in the studio. You could get dump trucked in the city of Redondo Beach next yeah. Monday while Mason and Ireland and Corporate Greg broadcast live in the city of Redondo Beach at the Ralph's Supermarket. Now, have you guys ever broadcasted from a Ralph's? I don't think I ever have. I don't know, but this is not your typical Ralph's. That's what I hear. This thing 
is massive. I it had to be something else in a previous life. Like really? it had to be like a Target or a Walmart. It's, it's that beautiful. That big. It's that big. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think there's going to be room for everybody. Come now, on do you down. think Mace will get hurt at the Ralphs? That he'll oh, try to on. do something wacky no. and zany? No. Like stock shelves? No. I mean, unless you you fill them up with four margaritas, I think it'll be fine. <laughs> I used to I used to work. My first job was grocery store, Kelly Kelly's IGA in Maumee, Ohio. And, by the way, stocking shelves was the worst. Fronting was the worst. What does fronting mean? Fronting means, you know how uh, when people take product away, the shelf is empty and you see the, the cans like in the back? You have to make them look like they're the only ones there and front them. Does that make sense? No. Next Monday. <laughs> I the, thought I'd try. The Ralph's in Redondo Beach, 1413-1413, Hawthorne Boulevard. Mace will be there. Corporate Greg, most importantly, Johnny I, who, of course, loves BBGO product, and he's going to show you how if you just get a little BBGO action going, you could win courtside Lakers seats. Plus, there you, go. you could meet Derek Fisher and Sasha. Will the Sasha machine. have the wine? We'll have the Sasha Fish and wine. machine. Yeah, you know, he, he has his own winery, right. so I'm sure he, he'll either bring the wine or he'll, he'll tell you where you can get it. Beautiful. I know that. And next Monday, hopefully we'll be celebrating a Rams win over the Lions. Yeah. And that the Lakers keep winning. So next Monday, make plans during the lunch hour, 1 to 4 p.m., whatever your lunch hour is. It doesn't matter to us. Just come and spend it with us. Yeah, Mason and Ireland live at the Ralph's in Redondo Beach. All right, this is from Bob on Twitter. Hey, Bob. Ireland. Saw your uh, Instagram about an upcoming remote. The reason why that Ralph's location is huge, it was a Zodi's. It oh. later ah. became the Giant. Then Ralph's, uh, when the Giant closed, took it over. So What's Zodi's? Zodi's is like, did you, did you have Fedco growing yeah. up? Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Oh, okay. Target. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember like a Fedco. giant department store. Beautiful. Yeah, and... Uh, and the BBGO truck will be there, Chris. Last time Bergman and I did a remote with a BBGO truck, we each had seven sampler plates, 14 total. Well, I know Corporate Greg likes his wontons. Yeah. They're uh, very, very good. Yeah. And By the way, can I reach out to the little old lady crowd? No. I know this is not normally our Do our they crowd. not like wontons? Uh, no. Here's, <laughs> here's what I intend to do. This is what I used to do when I was working in the grocery store. You bag the groceries, and then you help the little old lady out to the car. I'm going to do that next Monday. I'll help little old ladies out to the car. So if you are a little old lady, mm-hmm. come out to Ralph's <laughs> next Monday. And I will personally take your groceries to your but, By the way, Mace, I'm mad at you about something. For what? I cannot believe. Mm-hmm. I really can't. This is embarrassing. For me? For you. Okay. You finish behind Tyler in yes, fantasy football. I did. No. I, yeah, Tyler, Tyler finished somehow fifth. finished in the money with that crap team he drafted. How yeah, much does he get? He, uh, last year, the guy who finished fifth got about two fifty. But I got to pay the league fee, and and it, I told him if there's any money left over, he's getting all of it. I mean, he had a great year. He did a really nice job. And the pick that we made fun of him for, Jameer Gibbs, turned out to turned be out a to real be, player. Yeah, all turned he out was to be great. Okay. He had At ten the beginning, touchdowns. It was like David year. Montgomery. Then it became Jameer Gibbs, and that he rode Jameer yeah. Gibbs to the. Uh, he to, was to right, place. and we were wrong. And if he still worked on the show, we'd be making a really big deal about it. But since he left, screw him. He yeah, he beat yeah. me like a thousand to nothing yesterday. Give him nothing. You don't need to give him any money. No, I, I, I no, no, no. Give him nothing. He quit. Any winnings are going to Tyler. Well, Greg and him live close to each other, I think. So I Greg really oh, right. Money, Greg, you honestly. live right around the block. Maybe I'll just give you, you the money, and the you winnings? can decide whether yes, or not you want to give it to Tyler. I will choose whether or not to <laughs> give it to him or put it in my pocket. All right, Mace, you had something about Lincoln Riley you wanted to bring up, and then yes. I want to ask you guys about the end of that Saints game yesterday. Okay, Chris, cool. did we cut you off? or No, I'll do okay. it at the end. You guys okay. do a couple more minutes, then I'll do something at the end. Okay. Cool. All right, so this is concerning, I think. Uh, the Malachi Nelson transferred out of USC. Correct. He's, He's going to go to and, Boise State. Right, going to Boise State. 
the Lincoln Riley had targeted a quarterback to uh, to run the Trojans offense next year, a guy named Will Howard, who was a Kansas State quarterback, came down to USC and Ohio State, and he went Ohio State. Uh, now, I don't know who's going to play quarterback for USC next year. The idea all Miller Moss to, is. Well, Lincoln is, I mean, he's talked about bringing in a transfer quarterback. But Miller Moss threw six touchdowns in the Holiday Bowl. In a, in he, the ho- you just said it, in the Holiday Bowl. But he looked really good. Yeah, I he mean, looked great. I mean, if they wind up with Miller Moss, so be it. But I, he went in trying to find a, a transfer quarterback and didn't get him. Uh, transfer now, 16 have left in the transfer portal, and six have come in. Now, tell me if this is a concern. Um, the USC Trojans currently rank number 20 nationally mm-hmm. in recruiting class, and their transfer class is number 36. Um, that sounds dangerously thin for them. Number 20 nationally in recruiting class, no five stars, and number 36 in transfer class. That's If you're a Trojan fan, that's a... Those are scary numbers. Especially, Mace, when you consider that next year they're going to be in the same conference as Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah. And Penn State. Yeah. They and, got a game at Penn State next year. Yeah. And so it's going it, to, there, there aren't any more um, Oregon State. Well, Oregon State was pretty good this year. There yeah, ain't, but you got a Maryland, you got a Rutgers, you got, yeah. you got some games that are, that are you know, gimme's punch your ticket. But um, but Indiana, it's gonna be Minnesota. it's gonna be harder to win. I think the the shine is off Lincoln Riley in this sense. He is an excellent, bordering on brilliant offensive play caller. Yes. And if you're a quarterback and you want to go to the NFL, you could do much worse than going to play for Lincoln Riley. But he has no capacity to coach defense. And hopefully bringing in Anton Lynn from UCLA and letting him run the defense will solve that problem. But I don't know if USC is going to be better than a 500 team next year. What do you think? Um, I think it's, you know, I think a lot of it is going to be determined by who else they get through the transfer portal. I mean, you know, the, the ta- in terms of talent, that's the way teams are developing now is through the transfer portal. And I was disappointed. I, I was ready for Will Howard to be the quarterback next year, choosing Ohio State and said he wanted to go somewhere where he had the best chance to win a national championship. So chose Ohio State over USC. Not a good sign. My confidence level in Lincoln Riley has dipped to 5 of 10. I don't blame you. And I think when he got here, it was probably 9 or 10 on that yes, scale. absolutely. And what he has shown – is that he's everything we thought he would be offensively, but he's a one-trick pony. Yeah. And he needs to change that narrative by somehow building an entire team rather than just a, a, a great quarterback and a great offense. Yeah. And what really sticks with me, Greg, is that UCLA game that they absolutely did not show up, compete, it. You can't show up for a rivalry game. Yeah. I mean, UCLA kicked their ass all over that field, left, right, and sideways, yep. and UCLA's not that great. No, not that great. They're not good at all, and it <laughs> saved Chip Kelly's job by winning that game. Right, and so Lincoln's got some questions to answer. I don't blame you, Mace, for dropping your uh, your confidence level to a five. And that's not to say that he can't get it back. I think most right. USC fans – Saw what he did when he got here, and he had that great first year. I think people root for him. They want him to do well. He's had a couple of missteps. He did that dumb thing with the reporter that he he went back and fixed. Yep. Um, 
and he's done some, you know, he's done some goofy stuff that doesn't make any sense. But the two biggest red flags to me are his complete lack of awareness when it comes to defense. And and I'll specify this: when people pointed out that his defense had not improved from a year ago, he stood and lectured people, reporters in the room, that they didn't know anything about football and didn't know anything about defense. It turns out he's the one that didn't know anything about defense. And then secondly, that UCLA game makes no sense. It would be like on the biggest day of your – it'd be like showing up uh, completely drunk and incoherent at your own wedding. Right. I can't believe he didn't show up for that game. Yeah. And so yeah. he's got to wear got that. close to that. Yeah, he's got to wear that. All right. Uh, coming up next, LeBron had a little uh, backlash against a reporter. I think this was Friday night. Uh, I want to get your uh, take on it. And was it fair? Uh, who was in the right? Who was in the wrong? We'll do that uh, coming up next for you in the meantime. Let me tell you about my partnership with the Southern California Hyundai dealers. So the moment the Southern California Hyundai dealers came to me, I said, well, the very first thing I got to do, got to be driving a Hyundai. So I went out. I got a Hyundai Elantra hybrid. I love this car. Uh, Got it at Santa Monica Hyundai. Uh, Spectacular. And right now you can find all the best deals on the Hyundai you've always wanted. Check out the Adventure Ready Santa Fe. Uh, the fun-to-drive Kona, the stylish Sonata. How about the spectacular 2024 Ionic 6? Now, I drove this thing. It is a smoking great car. Um, it is your very – it's going to transform your EV uh, experience because uh, – and I never did before. Charged it, got around fast, a beautiful car, got unbelievable gas mileage. The Ionic 6 is like top of the top of the top. Um, so right now – Every new Hyundai uh, comes with America's best warranty. Three years, 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance for confidence now. Miles down the road, do just like I did. Get in, get away. With a great deal, it is your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Visit buyhyundai.com or go see your SoCal Hyundai dealer today. Tell them Mace sent you. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. Thanks to you, Mace. It is a Celsius Championship Monday. Hold on for a second, John. Let me open that up. He's actually drinking the Celsius. Of course, because it's a Celsius Championship Monday. Celsius Essential Energy Drinks. And tonight, the National Championship game. The final bowl game. Who do you like, Morales? I like Washington. Mason likes Michigan. I hate Michigan. Yes. Okay, so you're with me. Yeah. All right. I hate Michigan, and I think they're going to win. Have you ever seen a picture of a Wolverine, by the way? By the way, you know that a Wolverine, uh, Washington, state of Washington, is the only state involved in tonight's game that actually has Wolverines. Right. And it's like a sloth yeah. type figure. Is with it the, really? Yeah, a Wolverine it's, is a it's sloth? It's not like X-Men Wolverine. It's a sloth that's very dangerous. If it gets around you, it's going to... And you're done. It yeah. is a How's that again? <laughs> Excellent. And they like the cold. Unlike me, they like the cold. Okay. All right, Celsius Essential Energy Drinks. Thank you to Celsius that presented our bowl season at our 710 ESPN. Tonight at 4.30, the national championship game right after Sedano and Cappy. More Mason and Ireland in moments on 710. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Combo play going today. Mason and Ireland at the top of the hour, th- uh, 3 o'clock. Uh, Shinano and Cap are going to be here. Cap's back from vacation. I'm sure he will have lots of uh, stories that uh, will make Shinano shy. All right, uh, let me see here. Oh, so I have a New Year's resolution. It's been uh, Juan has been on me about this for the last two years. Okay. I, have a huge aversion to going to the dentist. Okay. It terrifies me. Okay. I have not had my teeth cleaned in two years. Okay. I would imagine now, I'm pretty close to that. But I, I'm, you, a, I'm a serial teeth brusher, though, so. They say you're supposed to get your teeth cleaned once a year. I, right. F- I have I, not done that. Two years, I think I'm okay. But I, at some point this year, have to go back. Okay. Now. It's a racket. What's your Bergman? You think it's a racket? It you is don't a have racket. To get your teeth cleaned? No, you should get your teeth cleaned. However, the dentist is a racket. They look, go in. They go find your insurance. They say you got to come back. They got to come back. Yeah. They go to the very highest thing that you get. Let's see how much we can get from your insurance, and we'll do all of it. Oh, but now you owe an extra thousand dollars. I have a it. great dentist, though. He's super honest and doesn't nag you about coming in. I think dentists may be less honest than used car sales. Oh, come on! <laughs> well, it's it's a true. Band, I, I mean, I think there are some dentists. Who are like that, but uh, not all of them. Well, are. But aren't they, there some bad people in every profession? Right. Well, yeah, but I think it's because they know you're not going to come back. They know you're not going to do it once a year, so they have to get as much out of you as they can. By the way, before you come, Greg, back. and they also know you're not going to say no. Like nobody exactly. goes to the dentist and, and they say, "Yeah, you need a root canal." No, no, I'm out. I'm out on that. You know, you don't an extraction. Mm-hmm. Nope, not doing. You go ahead because that's a dentist, and you yeah. you trust the dentist. Now, the one thing I need though is gas. I need gas. I need the nitrous. Um, I need a dentist. Maybe yeah, my one uh, my there. college roommate Tom Westhoff, the great Tom Westhoff, who who used to give you the gas when you got your teeth cleaned, has retired. Yeah. So, so if you are a dentist and you are willing to administer nitrous for a teeth cleaning, I am all in on that. All right. But I don't think I can do it without nitrous. Yeah, I think you'll find somebody who'll do it. I will give you the gas. Yeah. Um, all right. So I have a question for you guys. You guys have all been in these media scrums before. Sure. Okay. Where you can ask. You know, there's 10, 15 reporters in a semicircle around an athlete. And um, there's a time and a place for certain questions. I want you guys to tell me if this question is out of bounds or you have no issue with it. Okay. So I'm going to take you back to Friday night. Remember, the Lakers were mired in an incredible slump. Right. They had just lost their fourth game in a row. At the time, they were 3-10 since the in-season tournament. They were absolutely reeling. Now, when they had lost their third game in a row, LeBron didn't even talk to the media. He was so mad. Right. And everybody kind of gave LeBron a pass because LeBron over his career has been really good He was also media. sick, too. Yeah, and, and LeBron deserves to be able to take a few days off. He's, he's been great since not only since he's been here, but since he's been in the league. So Friday, the Lakers lose. LeBron answers a bunch of questions about why the team is losing. He is clearly not happy. And some reporter then asks this. 
Yes, a uh, question uh, not related to, to the game, if you allow me. Uh, Ricky Rubio announced uh, his retirement from the NBA yesterday. Uh, what do you think about the, the career that he has had uh, in, the, in the NBA? Um, I'm not really in the mood to answer that question, but I respect Ricky. Um, congratulations on a hell of a career. If I, don't see, if I don't seem sincere when you see this video, it's because we got our ass with the game, and I apologize. So it was actually bad timing on the interviewer asking me this question. It's not me, Ricky. So congratulations. All right, Mace, what do you think? Inbounds or out of bounds to ask some random out of the blue question about Ricky Rubio after your team just got its ass kicked? Out of bounds completely. You don't ask that question. Greg, what I mean, do you think? Absolutely fine. All of it is perfectly absolutely fine. Not. No, when is that guy? Room, no, 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 stop it. When is the time that that guy is going to get be, to be able to ask that question when Ricky Rubio retires? He's not retiring again. So who cares? That is, after that is the a, after a win. That is the only yesterday? time. That's, when do you know when the next win's going to be? He's not going <laughs> to be. That's the problem. When do you, he's do not going to be able to ask the be. question again. There was yeah. never going to be a time. And, be, and also, the story's gone after that. That's his one time to ask LeBron James about Ricky Rubio retiring. He can ask it. I didn't think LeBron handled it like an a hole either. I thought he was yeah, he actually pretty reasonable. I thought in he his was answer. insanely honest. Yeah, I mean, um, I was just saying this is a really sorry, Ricky. It's a really bad night. The interviewer probably shouldn't ask this question, but congratulations on a great career. Yeah, I think you got to read the room a little bit. Yeah, Bergman, you got to no. read the room. Absolutely. When was he going to ask him? Next day at practice, maybe when it's not right after okay. a, a bad loss. I have no idea. Is that guy always there? It doesn't seem like it. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know who. What it was. you can do in those scenarios is, since I was the sideline guy for the Lakers for a lot of years, I would get an email from, let's say, some random place, and they would say, "Hey, we didn't want to ask LeBron after a bad loss, but we need to get him talking about Ricky Rubio. Can you come up? Can you get us that sound?" And I'd always be happy to do it. I just think he wasn't going to get a good answer out of LeBron in that scenario. Well, he did get a good answer because it's now viral, and we're listening to it. So All he right. did. Let show. me ask you guys one more thing okay. before we go to game of games. Got it. Did you guys see the end of the Saints game? Saw the highlights and saw the story. Okay, so there's time for one play. Dennis Allen, the Saints coach, they're playing the Falcons. Dennis Allen's the Saint coach, tells his team, all right, go into victory, victory formation, which is that formation you go into when, you, when the other team knows you're going to take a knee. Yes. And everybody just kind of relaxes. Because they were up 41-17. to 17. And Jameis Winston went into the huddle and he said, hey, Jamal Williams hasn't had a touchdown all season. It's like the end of the movie, Rudy. They were supposed to take a knee, but right. instead they called a double reverse pass to get Rudy back in the game. Um, in this case, they hand the ball off to Jamal Williams. He dives into the end zone and scores on the last play of the game, 48-17 the final. And Arthur Smith, the Falcons coach, just let Dennis Allen have it when they were supposed to meet at midfield to shake hands. Now, part of this might be, Mace, that Arthur Smith probably knew he was he about was to get canned. fired. He got yeah. fired later. He got fired last night. But what do you think of Arthur Smith's reaction to Dennis Allen for scoring on the last play? Does he have a right to be mad? Um, well, I mean, it sounds like it wasn't Dennis Allen. It was Jameis Winston Correct. who made the decision. So I think... 
uh, Smith needs to be angry at Winston and not at Allen. Um, and I think Allen tried to tell Smith that, but he wasn't having it. He just right. didn't want to hear it. He was too mad at him, so he just basically told him to F off. But it's like you're you're getting your ass kicked, and then they hit you with one more touchdown at the end of regulation. I'd be pissed off, too. Greg, was Arthur Smith right to be mad? No, it's football. Like It's, it's going to happen sometimes. I understand what the rules of the game are, the unwritten rules, but who cares? Stop them. All right, let me get this in before Game of Games. If you are hiring, mm. um, there is one place – that's making this easier, and that's ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash LA. ZipRecruiter uses powerful matching technology to quickly find and send you the most qualified people for your roles. How good does it work? Four out of five companies that use ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within one day. So if you're looking to speed up your hiring process, use ZipRecruiter. Just go to that exclusive web address, to use ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash LA. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash LA. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, let me uh, let me talk about my partnership with the LA County Department of Mental Health. Um, I don't know if you saw this or not, but I did a, a mindful minute on Friday on video. Uh, it's on uh, the ESPN Los Angeles uh, uh, Instagram and YouTube. One of the things I talked about in that is taking a moment to sort of check in with yourself regularly. If you're feeling uh, like you're depressed or anxious or overwhelmed or uh, you can't really control your emotions and you're feeling badly, you can got to understand your own mental state. Um, and the first step of positive change is to just just breathe. Close your eyes. Breathe for a minute. Gather yourself. Put yourself together. All of a sudden, there can be some perspective that comes from that. And by the way, if you're struggling with that perspective, if it's not there for you, you want the help that the L.A. County Department of Mental Health can provide you. Uh, they're there for uh, count crisis counseling, uh, referrals, uh, and any sort of mental health issue that you happen to be dealing with. So the L.A. County Department of Mental Health is there for you uh, 24-7. Uh, the phone number if you need it, is 800-854-7771. That's 800-854-7771. You can also visit the website, dmh.lacounty.gov. Check in with yourself. Hold yourself together. Take advantage of the help that the L.A. County Department of Mental Health is offering, hope and recovery and well-being. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right, here we go. It is game of games time, and it is Bergman's game today. And I think we welcome back to 710 ESPN the great Scott Kaplan. Cappy, what's up, man? I don't know yo, if he's... Yo. Oh, you're there. I'm in the house. What's up, man? Mace, you all right? I'm, I'm, I get a little cough today, but I'm fine. All right. Just want to yeah. check on you, buddy. Back in the studio tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for checking. Uh, all right, Bergman, what do we got? All right, so it's a big birthday day in music. David Bowie and Elvis Presley. Oh, wow. I was going to do a, is it Bowie or Elvis, but Elvis is overrated, so it's only David <laughs> Bowie. Okay, so these are only David Bowie questions. Only David Bowie questions. Okay. Right? Okay. Ready? All right, yep. So and it's true or false. So okay. got it. Super easy. Okay. All right, number one, David Bowie's real name is David Crosby, but he didn't want to be confused with the David Crosby from The Birds and later Crosby, Stills, and Nash, so he changed it to Bowie. Is this true or false, John? Uh, that's false. Mace. 
also think it's false. Brian. That's got true. Uh, Laura. I went against Ireland last week. I'm going to go with false. And Cappy. I'm also going false. It is false, but he, he, that is not his real name anyway. His, his real name is David Jones, but he didn't want to be confused with Davy Jones from, from the, the monkeys. monkeys. From sure. the monkeys, right, So yeah. everybody but Brian's on the board. Yes. Okay. Uh, number two, I ran right past it. It's uh, Bowie was married to supermodel Iman when he died. Iman, in tribute to him, has a tattoo of a Bowie knife, Bowie knife on her ankle with David's name on it. It's mm. true or false. Mace. God. So specific, I'll say true. Okay, Brian? I'll go true as well. Laura? I'm going to go false. Cappy? I'm going to go true. And John? True. It is true. Mm. Yes. Okay. All, All right. right, everybody but Laura got that. See, this is what happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. In 2007, David Bowie was a voice on SpongeBob SquarePants with the name Atlantis SquarePantis. Is this true or false, Brian? Uh, let's go false. Uh, Laura? I'm going to go true. Uh, Cappy? I'm going to go false. And John? True. And Mace? False. It is false. His name was Lord Royal Highness. <laughs> that was the name <laughs> of the episode was Atlantis Square. All right, I uh, missed that. Who else missed that? Me. All right. Laura so, missed it, so it's... All right, so here we go. We got Cappy 3, Mace 3, John yes. 2, Brian 2, Laura 1. All right. All oh, right. I'm bad at this. Getting on the board for January. Number four. Bowie was the first major artist to release a single for internet download. It was the song Telling Lies, and it took almost two and a half hours to download. Is this true or false, Laura? False. Cap. False. John. False. Mace. False. And Brian. False. It is false, but it was it only because it took 11 minutes to download. Oh. It, it was telling lies. He was the first artist to release a single for internet download, but it only took 11 minutes. Um, I see a pattern. What, do you, what pattern? What pattern? <laughs> Don't tell him, Mace. Yep. All right, what do, you got, what do you got, Craig? The pattern of false, true, false, false? <laughs> yes, exactly. I've identified the pattern. You've... <laughs> Okay. Uh, David Bowie was on the forefront of social media. He made BowieNet in 1998, which was an AOL-type message board. He even interacted with fans on it under the name Sailor. Uh, Cappy, is that true or false? I'm going to say that's false. John. True. Mace. I am going to say true. Brian. I'm going to go true as well. Laura. I'm going to go true. It is true. Damn. Yeah, Cappy said See, false, so I go the other way. The pattern. The pattern is that Mason's gotten them all right. <laughs> the pattern is full. Only right. I know the pattern. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, so it's Mason five, Ireland, Cappy, and Brian four, and Laura three. How many Come are left, on, Grace? Mace. There's Come eight on, total, Mace. so there's three left. All right, Mace has okay. to go first. Okay, Let's Mace, go, Mace. You go okay. first. Being, on, being Ziggy Stardust messed with his mind just a bit. At one point, he would keep his urine in his refrigerator so that no other wizard could use it to enchant him. Mace, is that true or false? Oh, God, I hope that's false. Um, false. Uh, Brian. True. Laura. I'm going to go true. That was weirdly it's specific. so weird to make up. Yeah. Cap. But saying false. John. I'm going true. It is true. Ah! Much I changed the pattern on me. <laughs> okay. So There's now no it is Ireland 5, Mason 5, Brian 5, Laura and Cappy, wow. four each. Very close. Two left, right, Greg? Yes, two left. All right, Brian, let's go first. David Bowie under me. pressure right now. 
under pressure. pressure. <laughs> uh, number seven, Bowie actually had a bunch of different alter egos besides Ziggy Stardust. His very first alter ego was the Laughing Gnome, and it was inspired by Anthony Newley, who wrote the Oompa Loompa song. Is that true or false, Mace? I am going to say that is following the pattern. False. Uh, John, you have five also, right? Yep. And I think it's true. Oh. Who else has five? Brian. I do. I also think it's true. Uh, Laura. Oh. I'm going to go true. And no. Cap. False. It is true. 100% oh. true. Right, so who has the lead? It's Brian, Brian and, and John. Brian and I are tied with six. Damn. Laura, you got that, right? Yeah, I got it. Okay, so here we go. This is the Come last on, one, Mace. right? Yep, last one yeah. in the Everyone is still alive except for Cap. I'm out. Yep, oh, Cappy's out, Cap. out. So it's a four-horse race. Yep. Ireland and Brian have six. Laura and Mace have five. This is the last one before the tiebreaker. Right. Okay. When Bowie was still David Jones and Elton John was still Reginald Kenneth Dwight, they became really good friends and stayed friends all the way up until his death, talking about music and going to gay clubs together. Is this true or false, John? True. Um, Brian. Brian. Let's go false. Well, Mace, Ooh. I think you're out now. Yeah. I'm out. I'll, I, I'm going to say it's true, but I'm out. And Laura. Wait, I'm still. You're alive. Yeah. I'm going to go with. Well, you said. This will decide it. I say true. True. It is false. Oh! oh! Son of a. Yeah, baby. They had not spoken for 40 years when he died. John. Wow. Wow. John so said I was that, close. John said that <laughs> Bowie wasn't his cup of tea. Missed it by wow. 40 years. Uh, Brian wins again. He says, is he the wow. first one with two for he, the month? He is. Do you want the tiebreaker for fun? Yeah. Sure. sure. Let's have fun. All right. So Bowie was one of the biggest rock stars of all time. What was his net worth when he died in 2016? It's just closest. So, okay. John. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, 116 million. 116 million. Mace? I'm going to say it is 400 million. 400 million. Brian? 250 million. 250 million. Laura? 380 mil. 380. And Cappy? 400 million and one penny. <laughs> 401. Uh, the winner is Brian. It was 230 million. So Brian wins both shows. Uh, yeah, well, they, way to go, wow. Brian. Nice Brian, show. Well Fine. done. I wanted a board op who wasn't good at games. <laughs> well, well, we hired the that. wrong guy. Jorge Producer Brian is too good at games. I, yeah. I don't like it. Uh, speaking of which, Brian, hit the super stager. <laughs> What's up? Supercross. Cappy, where are you? I'm not doing anything until I hear woo 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 woo. I did woo woo woo. I didn't hear that. Guess who's back? We're a little Love technically off today. As a matter of fact, this may be a first. Why? I'm the only one in the studio. That is weird, by the way. Yeah, John's the only one in, in studio today. Hey, normally, that, I'm the only one out of the studio. Hmm. You know, it's you three guys are in here, and I'm in some NBA city someplace. But, uh, Sedano, where are you? I'm home. I have COVID. Oh, not again, uh, really. Yeah, Bummer. Can you believe it? Well, I just had Sucks. the flu three weeks ago, and now yeah, I got that's COVID. Right. Yeah, that's right. George, did anyone else in your family get it? Not yet, fingers crossed. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, I, I thought I had it over the weekend. I, I was hacking all weekend long, but I'm I'm okay. I tested negative today. You know who so. got COVID for the first time today? Howard Stern. And no he's been, oh, really? Yeah, he's been, like, super careful, yeah, and he really? got it anyway. George, you had it once before, right? I've had it once before, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've had it twice. What the, was your last vaccination, George? Uh, whatever the third one was. I didn't take the most recent one, which, I mean, I don't know. I, whatever at this point. I uh, took them all. They say take a shot, I get But, a it, shot. George, I, I think the recovery period is shorter <laughs> now. I think Well, yeah. Well, this one I read, I, I actually, you know, I had a lot of time to read yesterday. So I uh, 
I, I saw that this one, the everything is lower and everything is you know goes through faster. To your point, so right. just whatever, I'll just deal with. It. I got the Paxlovid, so I'm good. Yeah. The, oh, you did go Paxlovid. The Paxlovid had me yeah. tested negative almost within a oh, week. Oh, there you go. So I think you'll be good. Yeah, I got. So, Cappy, what was night. what was vacation like? Um, it was uh, it was longer than I've ever really taken a vacation, and you know I have like vacation guilt. Okay. Um, where I kind of feel like, gosh, I've been gone too long, and I have vacation guilt from the beginning. And then what happens is, is on the day before I'm done, that's when I finally start to have fun. So on, like, Thursday of last week, I was feeling all this guilt, and on Friday, I was like, oh, my God, I'm having the best time. But wait a second, Monday, I'm going back to work. So I don't know if anybody else experiences that. I, I'm very bad at vacations. I'm very good at them. Yeah, um, I, I like them too. Professional vacation taker myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shadana, you know how to get your breaks in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I just think it's, it's. I mean, I'm working with the L.A. County Department of Mental Health. I mean, vacation is really important to your sanity and your peace of mind. So do not feel guilty, Cappy. I know. I had a lot of guilt. What could I hey, tell Hey, Cap, you? let me ask you a question. We had a debate earlier okay. about Mason believes that Brett Maher is the absolute best person that the Rams could get, that they looked high and low and yeah, came they to auditioned the all these guys. And I say there is no possible way that's true. Brett Maher barely he missed one extra point. He barely made the other one. Mm-hmm. There has to be somebody out there, and I'm including you in this. Thank you. <laughs> that would be a better option than Brett Maher. What do you think? I would say that you're probably right. There probably are a bunch of guys out there that might be better options. Um, you know, th- where I my, – my son, you guys know, was a college kicker. For people who yes. don't know, so was Cappy. Cappy right. was a college kicker at the University of Pittsburgh, had a cup of coffee in the preseason in the NFL, and then went into radio. So right. that's why I'm asking Cap specifically. So there are two guys in particular, coaches, that I know that coach kickers and coach them all. One guy, John Carney, who you guys will remember. I know him well. Yeah, great guy. Probably played 20-plus years in the NFL. With, like, six different teams. Right. And then there's another guy named Nick Novak, who also was a, you know, long-time NFL Kicked for the Chargers like Carney. Yeah. Right. And the Houston Texans and a variety of other teams. And both of these guys have these stables of guys who are free agent available guys. And so you look around the NFL, like, for example, this kid from the Dallas Cowboys. You guys have heard this story about this young man? Yeah, he year? was the kicker for the Birmingham Stallions in the USFL, and now right. he can't miss in the NFL. The guy did not play college football, John. He, I didn't know that. Yes, he played soccer at Notre Dame. He, After his soccer career at Notre Dame, he went out to San Diego and went to go see John Carney, who also played at Notre Dame. John Carney took a kid who was a very good college soccer player and was drafted in the Major League Soccer Draft and turned him into a professional football player. He earned his way through, like you mentioned, the USFL or whatever, and now he's with the Dallas Cowboys, and the guy has had one of the all-time greatest seasons ever. So I'm telling you that there are 50 guys right now that are all NFL-ready, and they're all training, and they're they're just waiting for a phone call. I don't know but that Cap- Brett Maher is the worst guy, but I'm, not, I'm probably sure he's not, probably not the best guy. Cappy, I'm looking at the list of people they auditioned. Go ahead. I mean, everybody, Mason Crosby, Austin Sieber, Tucker Tucker McCann, Matthew Wright, Randy Bullard, on and on. They auditioned all these guys. I I find it hard to believe that the Rams, given where they are right now, did not turn over every rock looking for a kicker who was rock solid, and this is the best they could do. Well, you you can turn over every rock, but if you settle for Brett Maher, you didn't finish the job. 
But do you really think the Rams, knowing that it could come down to a game, are settling on a kicker? Why would they not find the best kicker they possibly could or put out the best kicker they can possibly get? Because what I think is happening, and Cappy, throw your two cents on this, I think Maher is killing it in these practice runs. I think well, that's, it. That's I think he's it. dominating everybody. And then when you, there are guys, Mace, in every sport mm-hmm. that are great in practice, and when the lights go up for the game, they can't do it. And I'm just wondering if that's Brett Maher. I mean, here's right. the, Cappy. He missed four extra points in a row last year in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, listen, Mace. It's like if you're the Rams, and I hear what you're saying because why would we doubt the Rams personnel department? I mean, look how they did at every other position. I mean, this is a team that has, you know, we, we know the reputation. They, they've they spent less on the defensive side of the ball than any other team in the NFL. Yep. They revived, you know, Matthew Stafford's career this year by keeping him healthy. And I say him by, you know, them keeping him healthy. It's, it's really on Stafford. But they found Kyron Williams in the fifth round. Puka yep. Nakua is considered a top four or five NFL receiver, at least based on this one season. And that was a fifth-round guy. Ask anybody at BYU, do you think Puka Nakua was going to be this? Nobody would tell you that. Not even Puka Nakua's mom would tell you that he was going to be this good, right? So you, it is hard to doubt the Rams' personnel department. But as John points out, and I think he's right, when you put on a workout and you watch a guy in a practice session and you go, wow, look at him from 60 yards, bang, bang, bang. Look at him, you know, uh, kick all these balls in practice. We charted him. He was 100%. Then the game comes. And the uniform goes on, and the lights come on, and there's a, a rush coming at him. And for whatever reason, he's got all the physical tools, but does he have the mental tools? And yeah, how I much? I actually brought this mark. up earlier, Cappy. How much of kicking is between the ears? Oh, dude, like 90%. No way, really? Yeah. Wow. It's that I mean, much. All, so they, so all they're all, they're, they all have ability, and it comes down to where your head's at. Right. All these guys are amazing. I mean, back when I was playing ball, dude, I mean, the kickers were kickers because we were not athletes. Nowadays, all these kickers in the NFL, they were all-state basketball players, all-state soccer players. They played wide receiver or defensive back. They weren't just kickers. These guys are all great athletes. But Yeah, in fact, you know, the Rams punter, they got a rookie punter named Ethan Evans, is apparently a power lifter, is just like a, a beast of a power lifter. So these guys, you're right, kickers are are becoming more likely to, well, let's see. Is it true that there are football players who are kickers and kickers who are football players? I don't know. I didn't get that whole line. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I asked it. It sounded super smart. It did but sound really good. But yeah, I it didn't did sound it. good. Hey, um, Sedano, Mason and I disagree about tonight. I have Washington. He has Michigan. Who do you like? Um, If I had to pick one, I would pick Michigan. Yes. But um, I think that this is one of those games that it's it, it completely contrasting styles, right? So – if Washington jumps out to a big lead, I don't know if Michigan is capable of coming back. Agreed. So that, to me, is the way Washington wins this game. They jump out early, big plays, and Michigan is is playing on their heels the whole game. See, I think Michigan's going to run the hell out of the football. I think they're going to uh, their blitz rate is going to be incredibly high against Michael Penix. They sacked uh, Milrow, what, six times? Seven times last yeah, week. Yeah, but Penix is better than Milrow. There's no doubt about that. I, I, don't, I don't disagree, but... The the offensive line is the offensive line. And if you're sending, like, against Miller, they they blitz 57% of the time. I mean, there's going to be a high blitz rate. They're going to try to get to Michael Penix and put him on his ass a lot. I have a feeling it's going to happen. Uh, I mean, listen, I, I actually, I'm curious to see how this one plays out because, again, I'd love to see Washington win. That's who I'm rooting for. Openly. I'm rooting for Washington. I think it's going to be Michigan. I don't like Harbaugh. 
And do you guys agree with us that this is last Jim Harbaugh's last day as the coach at Michigan? Yes. Yes. No. You oh, think he's stand cap? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm alone in this, and it's either going to make me look really smart, people are going to go, wow, that was a really smart prediction, or it's going to make me look really dumb because I'm all alone on this one. The beauty of it, we only remember the smart predictions. Nobody yeah. keeps track of the bad ones. Yeah, well, I, I think that <laughs> I think Harbaugh returns to Mace, you obviously have not met Lakers Twitter. Oh, I was yes, just going to say, yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> yeah, they're keeping receipts. Yeah, no, I think I actually think that Harbaugh goes back to Michigan. I think this whole notion of him hiring Tom Brady's agent, Don Yee, is really just a leverage play, just to get everything he wants from Michigan and to get you know the lifetime. Well, you deal just that he don't wants. want him to go to the Chargers. Well, I don't think he would go to the Chargers. I think he's he, going to the Raiders. I don't think he'll go to the Raiders either because I think that I actually think the Raiders have the right coach for this team now. I'm not saying that Jim oh, Harbaugh is not a better coach. I'm just saying that I think Antonio Pierce is the right coach for the Raiders. You think so? I don't. I don't. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think he's an average coach, and and if they hire him, they're going to go eight and eight every year. Well, here's what I say. I, I don't think it's. I mean, he's a he's a candidate for the job. I think a of legit course. candidate for the yeah. job, uh, because he did kind of turn. They they played well under him. They played for him. No question. They about played it. inspired for him. But if you're going to go out and make the big hire, mm-hmm. I just don't. I I don't think Antonio gets that job. Cap, well, if yeah. they're if they're inspired playing for him, how do they lose an NFL game three to nothing? Uh, good question. Uh, they're they not good. Score any points? <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, well, the very the game. very next week they scored sixty points. Yeah, yeah. So look, I'm just, I guess what I'm saying is, is when it comes to Harbaugh, I, I just look at it this way: you're a you're in a small town, but you coach a big brand, and that's your program. That's the program you played in. That's the program that your father coached in under Bo Schembechler. If you know any of the story of Jack Harbaugh, he left Michigan when he was a linebackers coach to go to Stanford to become a coordinator. And Jack has said over and over again, biggest mistake of his career was leaving Michigan. I just don't know that Jim Harbaugh's life is about winning a Super Bowl. If it is, he'll leave. There you go. Well, you know that Antonio Pierce, uh, John, has something in common with you and me. Which is? He's a South Bay guy. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I don't have anything against Antonio Pierce. I just don't think he's, like, going to set the world on fire. I think he's a rah-rah guy, and that has a shelf life. I well, think they did kind of screw guy. that up with Basaccia the last time, though. That's right. Sure. There That's you right. go. Yeah, that yeah. may play into, into, his, into his favor. I think he's All a right. rah-rah guy like Mike Tomlin's a rah-rah guy. Right. All right, let's find out, maybe. All right. Uh, hey, so you guys are here, Combo Plate, until 4.30 when we 430. kick it to the national championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big 90-minute extravaganza. You've Not got even. a lot to do. Well, i got to catch Cappy up on all the Lakers drama. Oh, God. It's unbelievable. That may take longer than an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. All right, uh, we're back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. I'm, I'm going to be in studio. I'm, I'm definitely Don't come in, in if you're tomorrow. sick, all right? I, if I'm sick, I won't come in, but I think I'm getting over it. I, I, I'll be sponsored by Robitussin. Our new partner, Robitussin, okay. uh, is making me possible for tomorrow. Uh, coming up next for you, Shadano and Cappy, lots of stupidity, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.